Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Alright, so how are we doing this? You gotta call Bolton right now, I guess, before you enact the plan, or...? We're gonna do it, like, I don't know, like 30 or seconds after we've set off the, the poison? Yeah. All right, cool. So let's let's play this one out correctly. So kind of around your, I'm assuming you're all in the woods watching this from kind of Francis's vantage point. Is that correct? I would yeah. be. Actually, I want to make sure that we 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 cover all the exit centers. So we, I want to make sure we're, we're split up a little bit. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If anything, um, is there cover and I can have a rifle with me? Kind of yeah, thing? you all can be equipped for that if you wish. Yeah, I definitely want to have gear for that kind of situation as well. So, Same. so we're kind of we're kind of. Feel the firing it around the the building. Here's any, any anybody decides to uh, escape. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so kind of around like we'll say five o'clock, people start arriving. It's a slow trickle in, but eventually twelve members do arrive. You do kind of at one point see Rebecca Strickland outside, shaking hands, being very kind of happy whether she's changed into a much more formal kind of eating gown type of look. Everyone is showing up very well dressed. Lots of tuxedos, lots of very nice suit. Kind of using your phones, you're checking off the list of yeah, everyone shows up for this. Uh, Check off Samuel Bolton, you check up Jacob Watts, you uh, see Oscar Nelson come back for this, uh, Jackson West shows up, um, Yuria and Laura Norris show up, Asha Yang shows up, Hester Wilkins shows up. Yeah, it's everyone is in theory here. As we can tell. They're all in good spirits, it's happy talk uh, via the bugs. You're hearing them talk about a variety of things, the meal this year. They never explicitly say what the meal is, but there's lots of kind of like hint, hint, nudge, nudge jokes made about it. Like, one probably says something like, well, I, re- I, I requested Cambodian this year, and I'm hoping I got that kind of thing. You do hear Laura and Yuria talking about their strange vegan request, and they're asking about what type of vegan they got. God damn it. I fucking knew it. Because there's 12, <laughs> bodies, there's 12 bodies in the pile, so I think so. Yeah. Would it be possible for us to kind of, like, figure out when they're, like, you know, a minute or two away from, like, every starting the ritual? Yeah, no, absolutely. So there's probably about, we'll call it like two hours of cocktail and just kind of talking about, and it's a social thing. These are people that seem to know each other and you assume go back quite a ways in their kind of weird little social situation they have. And uh, kind of a, sun's starting to set some and you kind of hear someone flinging a, a fork or a knife on a glass of some kind and the announcement of the feast is about to begin. Please make your way upstairs and find All right. Who's announcing that? Rebecca. Gotcha. All right, we should start the poison now, yeah? I would say wait until they get settled. We also do not know who the 13th person was. Well, I want to 
my okay so idea i was planning on like trying to call samuel like right before the ritual starts to lure him outside that seems probably more likely than during if everyone's heading upstairs it's going to take about a minute for it to uh reach them anyways right yeah people are taking some time like they're they're not making they're not like running up the stairs together people are like refreshing their drinks like you hear kind of mutterings about it's like oh i guess it's time like worked up an appetite with all this talking etc etc and again this is a fancy dinner party people aren't like rushing to get there the the food will be there thing they're they're, this is not their first time. What's um? How what's the security and like you know wait staff looking like? No wait staff. Weirdly enough, they have um they have replenished the three security guards though. They are inside though with the rest of the. Gotcha. So do we want to try it that way, or do we want to try during the ritual? Well, we should just do it as soon as possible. I mean, yeah. So let's start the poison, and about thirty seconds later, Florence will call Samuel Bolton. All right, you start the poison before they've got their seats. Uh, let's give it like after we hear that they're mo- like do we have we can see what's going on inside. Yeah, you can hear you. Um, yeah, you can see like through binoculars. They're making their way upstairs, kind of thing. There is on the second floor. There does appear to be kind of like a lavish feasting table set up. up. Yeah, no, we should wait. We should we should wait until they're all upstairs. Yeah, because yeah. you know, it, once the gas gets up to them, it'll be harder for them to escape. Yeah, because they'll just be like they'll run down, they'll run downstairs into like another just gas filled area. I yeah, I was thinking like uh. Call Bolton, like, when the last person gets upstairs. Yeah, that works. Yeah, so a couple minutes pass, and they kind of all filter their way upstairs, and people are starting to take their seats. Rebecca's kind of walking around, talking about stuff. You kind of hear the various bugs. She's explaining the whole meal and the inspirations for it. Hopefully everyone enjoys it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, very kind of dining club, if you will, rhetoric and all that stuff, like talking about the spices and the sourcing and all that stuff. Again, being very careful never explicitly say they're eating people but plenty of jokes about that where it's like oh you know so-and-so is a handful etc etc you just stock several gyms in an effort to find your hormone-free person etc hormone-free meat stop knowing what you know you know what they're talking about but again if someone just were to kind of stumble into this by accident they'd be like okay weird dinner talk okay so yeah florence will call samuel bolton give me a luck at minus 20 minus 20 28 success you see Bolton kind of through the binoculars react, look at the phone, kind of look around, look at the phone again, look at Rebecca, look at his phone, raise a hand to pause, and kind of Rebecca nods at him and he kind of walks out of the room. I'm in the main, you see him kind of walk downstairs in the main entrance area. Um, hello, how did you get this number? You should get outside very quickly. You don't have a lot of time, Samuel. I'm, I'm sorry. You've lived long enough. I'm helping you now. This is the only chance you're going to get. Go outside, don't... Who is this? I'm assuming you started the poison by now? Yep. Florence just starts counting down. All right. Kind of looking around, confused. Samuel goes back upstairs. Worth a shot. And you see him kind of, like, angrily talking to the people in the room with him. Uh, this seems very disrupted. Is he just like, some jerk called me, blah, 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 blah? No, he seems a little more panicked. Um, Give me a human int, actually, because you're looking up through the um, binoculars, I assume. Oh, yeah. Do we all do it, or just, uh... Just Francis, because he's been the one doing all the observing. No way. <laughs> wow. I uh, failed. Yeah, so he's kind of, he's agitated. You can't tell what he's doing, but like his body language is not great. And people are kind of taking note of this and reacting accordingly to kind of like the weirdness of this. I mean, it's, it's too late, right? I'd say so, yeah. So, yeah, the gas has been triggered at this point. You can kind of see it, like looking at it through the binoculars, you do kind of see the occasional waft, which just looks real toxic. And, as Samuel up there is kind of yelling at all these people and kind of like gesturing to leave the door, he takes off running and the first one falls to the ground and starts 
And that's when the panic sets in. Everyone's kind of crowding toward the door and trying to get out. And Rebecca is just standing there looking through the binoculars. She's not moving, though. She's kind of yelling at everyone and can't hear what she's saying exactly. There's lots of screaming on top of it. You get the occasional word of, like, sit down, you idiots, and, like, you've ruined everything, et cetera, et cetera. And ultimately, kind of Samuel Bolton comes stumbling out of the building, kind of choking. Two of the security guards get out there. They're not so lucky. They kind of fall to the ground. Uh, Samuel Bolton's on his hands and knees, just kind of gasping for breath on the ground. Uh, he's the one that makes it out. Though. Everyone else seems to get caught in the doorways or kind of runs direct with some gas cloud on the floor. And just you're seeing people drop in horrible kind of just twisted expressions on their poison air. Is um is Rebecca's just standing in the middle of the poison cloud? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm on the radio. It's like, if you guys can see her, we have to fire. Yeah, we have to shoot her. say, take Rebecca out. Do I have vantage from where I'm at? I'll say Francis and Faustus do. You're probably off more towards like the entrance or something. You don't quite have an angle on it. Okay. So I mean, I, I assume we can like take aim. She's not moving. Yeah. We can, you know, take our time with this shot. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna aim for her her head. All right. Know? I'm gonna aim straight in her chest. Um, I radio over to uh, Francis. Uh, take an aim. Count me down. All right. Let's do this. All right. Everyone, aim and give me a stealth check. Well, since I don't have a better line, am I aiming? No, you're not I'm aiming. Not. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I fumbled that. Why do I keep fumbling? <laughs> Worst stealth guy ever. Failed. All right. I have a stealth of 53. That shit should, that shit should be good. Like, So you make eye contact with Rebecca. She sees you from inside the house and just on her face is rage personified. You have a beat on her, though. I take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I take my shot too. Yes, but we're gonna do something first. Oh boy, wizard! Yep, a little bit of wizard action. All right, so Faustus, you feel just your bones start to ache inside of your body. Maybe your <sighs> blood starts to do something weird, and you take Jesus eleven points of damage. Is just kind of you feel things <sighs> snapping and going bad inside of you. That leaves me with two HP left. Yeah. You best fire. <laughs> oh my god. Can I fire through that pain? Yeah, you can. Can I fire as well? You can, yeah. It's gonna let you fire now. I fail. <laughs> okay, so I I hit, and like I said, I was aiming for the head. Yep. I'll say that's enough. Yeah, so let's see the damage roll just out of curiosity. Fuck me. God damn it. So it doesn't do a lot of damage, but the shot just, it's a bad hit but it still just rips her very human head apart and just splatters it across the wall kind of thing amongst this kind of sea of people slowly coughing themselves to death. You're all looking at this. We'll go to do with Faustus in a second, but so everyone looking at this whole scene, take a sand damage. This is, this is truly some messed up shit. You know what we're doing. You said sand damage or sand check? Sand damage. Sorry, sand check. Sorry, sand check. Uh, yeah, Francis is like, we're doing righteous here. He succeeded. 97 failure for Florence. I'm not in line of sight, so I didn't. I don't have to do a sand roll, right? You do not need to, yes. Yeah. Am I in too much in too much pain to notice this? No, no, we're going to do your sand check a little bit differently, because, <laughs> uh, well, something tried to rip your insides out. Okay, so how much sand damage? Uh, 1d6. Is d6. And if you succeed? If you pass, just one point of sand damage. Oh, fuck. I am passing that off to somebody. All right, so let's see that. Well, let's see that pow check, and you do get um, a point of accustomed to violence as part of this. Perfect. All right, so you managed to drop that six down to a four, so you don't freak the fuck out. But Sweet. yeah, it's some big damage still. 
Hey, so uh, question, how am I doing my sanity check seeing as I'm getting compounded with, like, paranormal shit? Oh, no, so, yeah, it, I always wanted to play this out a little different. So you're feeling just, like, something releases on your insides. Like, you felt, like, almost a claw or a fist or a tentacle or just pressure on your guts, on your bones, on, like, the marrow of your body, just squeezing it. Like, suddenly it releases, you let a gasp of breath. Give me a sand check at minus 10. All the while uh, that this is happening, Faustus is just going to start screaming in agony, uh, pleading to God, and he's just going to start listing and going down rows of every single god or goddess he knows in his in his sure. uh, log. Failure at seventy nine percent. All right, so you're going to take one d ten on this, just one because when something reaches inside <laughs> of you. Just in peace. He's got plenty of sand still. Yeah, Forty one. Seven. Ooh. All right, so you going to offload any of that? Yes, I'm going to offload it onto my church body. All right, so let's roll that willpower. Sorry, let's uh, roll 1d4 for the offload. Floating four. Nice. All right, so you managed to so nice. you offload four onto what bond are you offloading onto? I only have one bond. Yeah, you do. And that's to my church body. Yeah, so you're offloading all of this, the thing reaching into your body and just squeezing the intense violence you've witnessed. You do get to take a point of uh, accustomed to violence. You're not fully accustomed to violence yet, but you do get to check that one once. But I do believe you just passed a breaking point, correct? Hold up. So, question, question. Okay, I offload all four of that to my church body, correct? Yep. Yes, so that means I take four sand damage, which leads me down into 37. three sand damage. Three sand damage, which is going to bring me down to 38, which dips me below my breaking point of 40. All right, cool. We will resolve that as part of your home scene. Nothing bad immediately happens, but yeah, no, this this weighs on you. You felt this. This one will haunt you. Feel it in your bones. Yeah. Did the body drop? Yeah, eventually it did. Kind of, it stood there for a little bit too long, but eventually, kind of, it did fall over. Good question, though. I'll crank another couple rounds into her. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I know how wizards are. Yeah. How long do you wait? Do you like Samuel Bolton's outside, just heaving. He's throwing up every once in a while, like. He's probably not super long for this world, given his exposure to the gas. Do you want to suit up and go in? Uh, yeah, we should. All right. So what are you doing? You got to go in, like, start burning bodies? Like, what's the chain of actions? Florence asked for help securing Bolton. All right. He doesn't require much help. He's just, he's pretty, if you had to guess, he's probably dying. He's not going to die as fast as everyone else did. Like, he's not long for this world. Florence, can Florence try to stop him from dying? It's got to be real hard. Definitely going to be real hard because <laughs> I have a ten in first. I have a ten yeah, in like, first aid. <laughs> this guy got a big, hefty lung full of incredibly toxic pesticide. I, it's this requires a hospital, I think, or at least like a more permanent health facility than you necessarily have. You can try and stabilize them, but I'm not sure you really have the equipment to do so. Like, there's no antitoxins to just breathe caustic, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, okay. Do you guys want to secure inside and I'll deal with Bolton? I think we, we, we might want to call for backup on this one. Cleanup crew, you know? Yeah. Let's call it, can we call a cleanup crew? I mean, there's lots of cooking equipment you could use to burn stuff. Yeah, I mean, we are the cleanup crew. That was the whole reason we used uh, yeah. poison. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, we could just. I, I, I'm down with just going in there and just starting to set shit on fire at this point. Yeah, grab, grab, me, grab me suspicious, you know, uh, occulty things. But yeah, I'll. Uh... I'll suit up, and I'll have Florence double-check my suit before I go in. I, I would imagine that we actually probably suited up in the woods. Yeah, assume, we... that's okay, what I was assuming. Okay. I was going to hand-wave that one. Oh, gotcha, okay. Yeah, because I, 
the way I'm picturing this is you would come racing out of the woods in like hazmat suits and gas masks, and Bolton was like on the ground, heaving his guts out, gasping for air as kind of his friends around him have died, and just kind of there's been some shots, and you see four gas masked individuals come out of the woods, which would be terrifying. Yeah, Florence has her shotgun and just walks straight up to him and shoves it in his face and says, Where do you get the goats? I, I, from a arms supply store. Who the fuck are you people? Anyone else connected to your shitty little club? What do you mean by that? We we have other members, but like... Other clubs like this. No, we're, we're pretty exclusive. Rebecca was real strict about us not like, doing outreach and stuff. It's hard enough to cook for fiends, she used to say, or something. What's the password to your phone? Kind of looks at you like, you, you can fuck right off. Who the hell are you? How did you find out about us? Like, we're barely hurting people. Thirteen people die a year? That's nothing. Hundreds of people starve to death every day. Kick him in the lungs. Yeah, she just gives him a swift kick in the stomach. Coughs at this. He's like, again, I could see he's in incredible pain right now as his like lungs probably liquefy some. You don't remember me? We met. You're wearing a gas mask. Yeah, she she says she still says it. We met the other night at the bar. Have his eyes go wide. Who the fuck are you? She doesn't say anything. She just shoots him. Fair enough. Nice. Legend. But above his misery, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll firearms for that. He's very easy to hit in a shotgun. Yeah, so you are now alone. Everyone else is dead. Uh, how are you cleaning up the site? You got to blow the place up. You got to burn it. You got to burn the bodies. I'll start scrubbing. I'm going to go and search Rebecca's body. All right. Make sure she's dead, you know. Yeah. Look with my gun first. No, no. So, yeah, you kind of bust into the top room, and maybe you're expecting some type of ritual. What you get is just a lavishly decorated, immaculately prepared feasting table. It's got 13 seats, all with nice chairs, and in front of each table, and at each spot, there is a meal. Like, it's it, it to be the first course of that meal. This kind of other signs will have, like, a multiple servings throughout it. It looks very good. It's high-class restaurants, silk napkins, silver silverware kind of thing. Not a ritual in the way you'd expect it to be. Really, this was a meal. Like, this was kind of a food club in their minds, maybe the way of thinking of it. But yeah, so you're searching Rebecca's body. There's not much to search. She's just wearing an evening gown. Like, she's very dead. She's missing a head. Yeah, we probably got a couple bullet holes in her. Yeah. So I guess, I guess like, yeah, I guess we should look around for, like, any sort of occulty, you know, references to occulty things. Yeah, burn all the, um, the fucking human meat that's been chopped up and prepared. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely blow this place up, but we should at least clear out anything that's, like, super obviously. Well, let's let's not blow it up. It'll just look like a terrorist attack if we just get rid of the, you know. Yeah, so kind of looking around, there's not a lot of actually aggressively, like, outwardly occulty stuff. There's the occasional kind of weird symbol on a napkin or kind of some of the dressings around the space have some things. But this thing's leaning really hard into just fancy dinner part. Most occulty you find is Rebecca has kind of in, like, kind of in the preparing quarters for this amongst all the monks. There is a cookbook, and the cookbook is, for the most part, recipes. Some of these recipes are really weird, though, and there are kind of some like philosophical amusings, but you do find a more spelled-out version of the Ageless Bane. The way the spell works is once a year you have to eat a person, and when you eat that person, you extend, you basically freeze your aging in time for a year. You have to do that once a year. And you kind of find a variety of other notes that suggest that, yeah, they've been doing this for a very long time. The supernatural stuff they've gotten up to, Rebecca seems to be the one who's responsible for that, but... They're not really powerful wizards of any kind. She's gotten some juice from a couple things, but 
they've never really pierced the veil into anything especially powerful. It's just kind of a bunch of rich socialites that didn't want to die doing horrible things to ensure that end. Not a lot of crazy occulty stuff here. Anything in the uh, equipment outside, the cooking equipment outside? Nah, just it's really high-end cooking equipment. Again, like, this seems to be more about, like, so this is more of a ritual than a spell. Like, it's it was about procuring the humans and cooking the humans a certain way and the spell that went along with that. Like, it's there's no, like, talisman powering this. This was just some good old-fashioned kind of ritual magic, which does not make it better, but it kind of lines up with the pagan druided stuff you found in research. Again, this was this is less about kind of channeling something and more about just kind of tapping into the powers of the universe, if you will. So, yeah, I think we just need to clean up the basement. We'll take all of their phones, cut off a thumb for each of them. They're probably rich enough to have those good old fucking phones with biometrics. So yeah. we'll take all their phones, cut off a finger for each of their phones, transfer all the data on the phones to Florence's computer. We can do that. We can do that later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to do it before we, because you can track SIM cards in their last ping. So you've got a little bit of time, but not infinite time, I guess, to keep that in mind. Some shots were fired. Like you probably have until the next morning when in theory, more guests show up. Oh yeah. We could actually probably set it up again. And I don't, I don't think we need to. <laughs> no, the, the, the other people were just like, they didn't know what was on. going this is, on. This is yeah. the real, yeah. Well, I mean, if, it, if it's done, it's done. Let's get out of here. I just, I think, uh, we should probably still cook this place, right? That was just fucked up. Uh, yeah, that's not definitely. I don't want to leave this just laying around. It would just look like a terrorist attack. That's fine. That's what we were going for. Yeah, we just we just leave it. No. Well, you want people, you want you want police to show up and, and identify some meat as human? No, that's no. why I said we come in, we clean up all of the evidence about human meat, and it just looks like some terrorist hit some rich old people. So why did not blow it up then? I mean. Why blow it up? Because it's the fastest and easiest way? Yeah, but then there's actually people that are going to be responding right away because there's a plume of smoke in the air. Well, we can just get out of here. It's just unnecessary risk. Oh, yeah, it says the person who called one of the people to warn them. Sure, uh, but that wasn't a risk that was going to get us arrested. Hello, we have an escape vehicle. How far away are we from the nearest, like, fire department? Police station, like... It would take some time. Yeah, but you also have to take into account that a fire truck might be out and about in the area. That happens. They go out shopping in their fire, their equipment. I mean, I, are you kidding me? No, really? Yeah, actually, yes. When I used to, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not thinking of making a joke. I'm asking you, are you serious? Like, are you worried about this? We'll just we'll blow this place and we we'll get out of here. I mean, there was more risk blowing up that one lady's house back in uh, Chicago, and we did that. That was like the only option. So while this is going on, I'm just gonna start a fire. Oh yeah, start throwing some flammable liquid around. Yeah, I'm just gonna start throwing around some flammable liquid and get ready to fucking set everything on fire. Sounds good. I mean, this place is pretty. Uh, this that's that cast is uh, pretty explosive, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, it will it will go up definitely. The extra flammable liquid will help. Yeah, the gas will do its thing. I I I uh, I, I throw um whoever's bodies you know are outside. I put them back inside. Yeah, drag some security guards back in. Yeah, it's it's grisly work. Like this is definitely gonna take a toll on you. Maybe not in the sand department, but like it's this is quite possibly the most like human weirdness you've dealt with when it comes to delta green operations i just want to chime in to let y'all know that i have two hp so i'm still out in the field crying oh, shit, that's <laughs> on the ground yeah. you're not dead but you're not doing good like my I, my sanity is my, my sanity is fucked my body is yep. fucked i'm just fucked so i'm in a hazmat suit crying <laughs> florence damn it, take care of Faustus. 
Yes, now we're working against the clock while we have someone nearly fucking dead. Don't start fires Snap. without consulting the group. Just talk it out. We had time. You idiot. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. He's gonna die if you don't yeah, do something. I get know. over there, damn it. I, I'm not a doctor. I, I don't know how to operate on people. Damn it, figure it out or drive him to the hospital. Sure. What am I gonna tell them? He got hit by a fucking train? <laughs> Anything. It doesn't matter. Oh, this was so stupid. I need someone to help me carry him. Well, we're pretty much done here. I pretty much covered everything with gas, and I need to cover up so we can set out fires. So, uh, yeah, let, let's go carry uh, Faustus out of here. Y'all know that the gas is highly flammable, right? Yeah, I just I said that already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so Hyde Man is starting to go up around you as you kind of bust out of there. You're making your line back to Faustus, who is, again, as we've established, crying in a gas mask in the mm-hmm. woods. Really quick, I know when... Uh, when we were taking fingers and cell phones, the biometric stuff, did you also grab Boltons? Or do we also grab Boltons yeah. as well? Okay. Also, another problem. We have to decontaminate. We can't be fucking driving around in fucking hazmat suits. Well, I mean, I assume, I assume, we, I assume we, we, we bring them back to the, the place where we, we, we set up the, uh, you know, the, the hoses and whatnot back at the, the bug station yeah. or whatever. You know, the, the listening post. And we, can, we can figure it out there and pack everything up. We can't get out of our car. We cannot drive back into a city with this gas on us. We have to do it out here. The decontamination station is set up at the, the, the listening post. We could just leave the suits, too. Yeah, have the DNA. Uh, yeah, burn yeah. them. Fuck it. Burn them. <laughs> Roam in the Hell fire. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just quickly take off the suit, chuck that shit into the fire. Yeah. And then... I also throw the recipe book into the fire as well. Sounds good. I'm going to start running towards uh, Alstice. The moment you take off his gas mask, the crying gets louder, and it's just sad and pathetic. <laughs> um, I begin packing up the listening post and shoving it yeah. into the car. Easy enough. Yeah, you got some time. Like, it's the fire's going up. Maybe you hear some sirens off in the distance, but yeah, it's a small town with small town infrastructure, these types of things. They get there about a half hour, and they're much more fixated on the fire itself, and you know all the people that are dead inside of it even bother searching the woods. You hear lots of screaming about, oh, what the hell happened, et cetera, et cetera. But by the time they even start moving on to looking around the woods, you're long gone. Faustus, you're not bleeding in any certain way. Like, it's weird. Like, the, the damage is there. You don't feel anything broken. You feel like it, like almost a, like when the pressure released, it kind of released whatever was going on. You still feel hurt and with some time to heal. But you're not, like, bleeding internally, as best can tell. Like, you know that enough from your time in the SEALs. But yeah, you're not doing great. You'll definitely need some time to... Re- He's just a large, bruised banana. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm just on the g- way back, Florence will give um, <laughs> uh, Faustus some painkillers. Sure. Probably just gonna pass out. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's... Yeah, you definitely pass out. Like, you're in immense amounts of pain. I mean, I dropped 11 hit points of damage. So, like, yeah. I'm gonna pass out, probably. Sounds like we should take him to a vet. Uh, a vet's not gonna be able to... His damage is all internal. He needs surgery. Vets can do surgery, right? They can. Some vets do, at least. Like, a hospital's not a bad idea, though, either. I mean, I feel like if we take him to a vet, with the damage that he has, he's probably going to... Alright, we'll take him to a Catholic-run church. Or a Catholic-run uh, hospital. We'll ask, we'll ask those questions. I mean, plus, also, he's a man of God. I mean, sure, they'll, they'll watch out for him. I mean, if you want to get dark, you could spin some tail of like how you got like, hit by a car or something like that. That would, in theory, be consistent with the injuries. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will just we'll just dump him with some hospital and say that you know, uh, hit and run or whatever. We yeah, saw him no. get hit, and we brought him over here. Yeah, certain amount of sense. Yeah, 
Uh, they try and get your names, but I'm assuming you kind of get out of there as fast as you can. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I give them a fake name, whatever, it doesn't yep. matter. All right, so Faustus, you're in the hospital? Yep. Foxtrot, Florence, and Francis, you are going back to New York. You're going to try Pine and get out of there? What's the plan at this point? Oh, yeah, we're calling Pine. Yeah. yeah. Not booking it yet, but we're going to call Pine. Yeah. yeah, so she picks up. Agents, um, it's Friday evening. I'm assuming you have good news? Uh, yes, uh, dinner was served. Oh, my God. Oh, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> it was well done! You're, you're a sigh at this. Grave humor, a gentleman. Grave humor. I assume you'll be needing your uh, tickets out of New York now? Yes. Check your phones. You can have your uh, ping as the emails come through your accommodations. Uh, I'd recommend leaving as soon as possible. I've notified Mr. Cohen of the, the close of the audit, if you will. Uh, he'll meet the rest of his staff. Good work. I'm not hearing Agent Faustus. Is, did he make it? He um he took some serious damage. We've dropped him off at a um at a hospital. I'll uh, I'll send you the information. I will um, check just, in on that. He'll he'll probably be there for a while. Understood. You all leaving New York or what's up? Yeah, I think I'll probably leave you New York. I'm probably gonna go to the green boxes and drop it. Let's drop the stuff back. Yeah, makes off. sense. Uh, is there anything thinking. else we need to do? I'll, uh, I guess uh, as long as Faustus is taken care of, I'll uh, I'll head out. Yeah. The moment we we got out of the car uh, and Francis went to call Pine, Florence had already called a taxi. Makes sense. Escape New York time. Yeah. That is the end of this operation, I suppose. It's now time for some aftermath. Uh, Francis is going to do his favorite thing and uh, check the uh, check the news for what's going on up there. Yeah, so Francis, you're checking the news. Talks of a freak terrorist up. They're, they're being spun by the local news or kind of the people investigating as like an anti-wealth or anti-corporate, some kind of terrorist movement of some kind. You managed to pull that off pretty quickly. They're amazed at the sophistication of it, though. Like, it'd be one thing to kind of show up and shoot up the place, but the fact they got so they went as far as to, like, chemically gas the place, they're a little bit aghast at that. A lot of people um, being interviewed, they're like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened in upstate New York. Nothing like this happens here. And the damage to the Hyde Mansion and all that jazz. Uh, a couple of staff people of Ageless Catering talking about how they will miss Rebecca and didn't even know there was an event this weekend. Various notes about the kind of more prominent members, kind of the weirdest of which is for Uriah and Laura Norris, who were the kind of goop equivalents. And there are lots of people having vigils for that and how a lot of weird news about like their lights have gone out of the world and how much they will be missed. Uh, it's knowing what you know, it's you're like half laughing at how dumb some of these people seem to be and just how ridiculous the situation is. But it does seem like you got away with it more or less. There's some kind of conspiracy theories popping up about how some movement was done against that. But yeah, no, like uh, it was reckless enough and kind of big enough that people are not trying to ask a lot of questions. It's uh, it was the loss of life has been. I have a kind of two questions. Do we do we get any sand back for completing an operation? You do. I was going to handle that when we got to kind of the after the aftermath stuff. Cool. Uh, and also, um, you know, for attacks like this, the CDC usually gets brought in. Is Florence part of the team that comes back? To I was going to get to that. Yes. Oh, um, no, no way. <laughs> could you, could you imagine being brought in back to the operation you were just at? Like, hmm, I mean, weird. I she, wonder what could have possibly happened here. She knew that she was going to be coming back here when she when she when she suggested ricin. So. Also, um, no, 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 nothing about like food or anything like that mentioned at this. Uh, no, nah, the, the fire did a pretty good job. I, it's people are more fixated with the fact it was a chemical attack. Gotcha. There's no like, there was weird animal bones found in the basement. Blah blah blah. If that, if they did find something that kind of swept under the rug of full attack like that again, like it's 
people are much more concerned with the fire that happened that burned up a bunch of the building and, you know, the chemical attack. It does make some notes about how whatever chemical was used would be caustic and it dissolve a bunch of antique furniture and stuff that they were partially going to have to shoot it away. Gotcha. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Thank you. The CDC was indeed called in. I'm assuming Florence Volunteo kind of really mess up the scene some, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, less like mess up the scene, but I think that it would, she thinks that it would probably look really suspicious if she didn't volunteer for something like this. Sure. Yeah, no, and it's typical CDC work at that point. There is an asterisk, though, on this. So you do that, you're kind of there for a couple weeks, kind of proving that, yeah, it was indeed this pesticide that's been off the market for the better part of multiple decades that was super dangerous, and we should probably track down whoever still has access to this stuff. And uh, we're going to actually put a close scene when you return home after. Okay. Explain to me Florence's house. Do you live in an apartment building? Is it a traditional house? Like, what's her living situation like? So she lives in Georgia, yeah. uh, Atlanta. I've never been to Georgia. So what is, like, typical, like, upper middle class housing like? Is it... It's nice. It's like, often brick and stuff like that. Like, it's, they're, they have a bunch of old houses there. They have colonial stuff. It's, yeah, it's. It's nice. A house would totally make sense. Yeah. Don't, for, don't forget the wraparound porch. Yes, definitely a porch. Big porch. Yeah, she's got a pretty, like, standard... Uh, it's not like... It, she didn't look for anything, like, specific. It seems like when Florence is, like, house shopping, it's much more practical than aesthetic, like, pleasing. So when she'd walk through, she'd check for any, like, water damage or anything like that. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. But, you know, it's nice, clear that, that people of an upper middle class background live there they have yeah. semi-expensive stuff car probably only one actually because florence is also environmentally aware so you know she doesn't i don't know she's she's probably got a tesla there you go yeah so what is her like dining room yes like when you walk in do you walk really kind of into the dining room area do you walk into kind of like the living room what what do you walk into when you walk into the main entrance? I think that you walk in and then off to the left, you can like walk and there's like a bend that leaves, uh, leads into the living room. And if you walk off to the right, there's a bend or there's an area for like where you set up the uh, food and whatnot table. Sure. And then further in, there's the uh, the uh, kitchen. Yeah. So put this out some. So you get home, you've been kind of you went from Delta Green operation to CDC investigation, if you will. Um, you get home late on the plane. You come straight to the home, I'm assuming. You open up the door, what's the first thing she goes to? <laughs> she, like, she drops her keys in, like, a key bowl next to the door, hangs up her jacket, and goes into the kitchen to, to uh, pour, pour herself a glass of wine. Okay. And from the kitchen, what can you see? Can you see the living room from there? Like, what, what do you, if you're looking out kind of of that space, what can you see? I, I, I don't think you'd be able to see the uh, living room from the kitchen. Uh, you can probably see the dining room area uh, and uh, maybe, like, a hall that leads back door. Yeah, so the house is weirdly dark. Like Florence's girlfriend typically leaves a couple lights on, I'm guessing, just because she forgets and she's busy. House is dark, except for the living room. And at the, sorry, not the living room, at the dining room. At the head of the table sits Agent Branch, aka Fiddlesticks, with a bottle of something and two glasses, and kind of just sitting there waiting for you. Welcome home. Good to see you. Likewise, it's it's been a while. Uh, I was upstate New York. World travels. Awful. Yeah, I, I heard that. So, um, I, I'm assuming you're wondering why I'm here, and uh, as much as I'd like this to be a social call, this is more of a charity. I'm listening. You recently came into a shocking amount of money, an improbable amount of money. One might say an unnatural. Yeah, that was 
regrettable. And indeed it was. Um, before we get to why I'm here, do you know what you did? Uh, no. I think you know what we were doing. Central, uh, Century Club and all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not important, but, um, I, I, I talked to Bryce, and Bryce is still a fucking idiot, but do yeah. you know what you, when you made all that money? No. Kind of smiles at this, like, knocks back her drink, or another one. So, a, a couple things, um, Bryce doesn't actually know what that obelisk is, and that's Bryce's job. The only reason that the organization puts up with that obelisk existing in the middle of New York is we don't know why, but Bryce is the only person we've ever come across that can't, and it drives that obelisk insane. It spends all its energy trying to break into that guy's mind. The guy is an idiot. He's one of the worst investors ever. But we kind of prop him up with some staff and keep him going specifically to keep that thing neutral. You can't move it. It grows back. She she kind of like chuckles when she hears that like it can't get into Bryce's head. Yeah, so um, you made a pact with that thing, and you didn't realize you made a pact. You made a pact, and it'll come collect eventually if it hasn't already. But yeah, so that money, it's going to cause an investigation, and you don't have a good explanation as to why you thought to invest in that stock, and we sure as hell can't acknowledge the fact that your trading happened at fucking Midas. We can't risk having an investigation of IRS people storming into that place in that goddamn obelisk. Yeah, no, of course not. So here's what you're going to do. I got some friends, you know, from my, my extracurricular activities are going to help you move around that money, distribute the wealth some. We'll, we'll, we'll leave you with what you had before. We'll even have a little interest for the risk you took on and the, and the price you paid on this one. But we're going to take it. We're going to receive the next couple of days, uh, a couple... We're going to look at some real suspicious emails, and they are suspicious, and you're going to give them your bank code. They'll handle all of that. I'm overseeing all of this. What's the money going to? Funding the people that are, well, you're working your side of this thing, and I'm working my side of these things, and there are other people that need the money more than you, more than the program does, and they have needs that aren't as well. It's a risky job, after all, and, well, to put this in terms that are annoying and charitable, I'm going to go buy some body armor for Works for me. Excellent. Well then, um, your girlfriend's gonna be late. There's a fire across town that uh, came right when shift was ending. That's why she's not here right now. Um, I definitely didn't set it, but uh-huh. yeah, good seeing you, Florence. And kind of like, kind of walks out of the room holding the whatever the bottle of something was. Good seeing you too. I imagine when it comes to collect whatever it wants, if it wants that money, better be long out of uh, our friend's hand. As Fiddle Six is leaving, oh, it it doesn't want the money. It can make more money what does it want depends on the person often it likes to reproduce huh the pact has been made. i think that i've paid the price already kind of shrugs at this dangerous job and she just kind of leaves at this point kind of walks out into the night yeah florence just like nods when she says it's a dangerous job and pours yourself actually she pours herself the wine and then like looks at the glass and sets it down and just picks up the wine bottle and takes a drink and walk yeah yep. walks into the living room and yep. yeah box trot if there's not cows involved in this, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> yeah, so you you return home. It's it's another kind of Delta Green operation, gone Delta Green, if you will. Again, like this is feeling very familiar to you. You're kind of, maybe in your brain, you're wondering how the hell the CIA doesn't know about Delta Green. This is obviously some overlap, especially with their operating on domestic soil. But yeah, no, like your dreams are a tad haunted by 
cow. Something bad happens. Just a, a abnormal number of, of cow dreams. What is what does Foxtrot think of cows? Eh, I mean, he's kind of indifferent about it for the most part. Like, it's not really didn't really. He's not a farm person. Yeah, no, it's all sense. He, his only bond is his dog. That's a Rottweiler, and that's kind of it. So yeah, I, I would say that does he drink milk? Does he use milk and cereal or anything like that? Not necessarily normal milk. He would probably do like almond milk or something, or something like he would put in his tea. But it yeah. wouldn't necessarily be like he wouldn't just like drink a glass of milk kind of thing. No, I don't say he does, but yeah, but he uses like traditional cow milk still in his tea, right? No, he he would use almond milk. All right, yeah. So part of the season, like for the first time in maybe years, he feels compelled to buy it's like a quart of normal milk or something when he's putting it in wherever he's drinking with it. It tastes sour and raw. Hate. Hates him. Mm. All right, so I spit it out as soon as I realize it has such a really bad taste. Yeah, dog drinks it just fine. Last but not least, Faustus, you are in the hospital post this mission. You have come to grips with how insignificant your religion is in some ways in the grander scheme of Delta Green. You've prayed to many dog gods in desperation. You felt something reach out and grab your internals. For many hours of kind of light surgery, they managed to kind of give you an okay bill of health. Nothing ruptured, but they are just amazed at kind of the pressure that was applied to it. I kind of pride your internal organs. They, the, the story of, yeah, you got hit by a car and a hit and run does make a lot of sense to them. A lot of people congratulate, yeah, you didn't break anything. That's amazing. Like, oh, like people puncture lungs and spleens as part of that. But yeah, so part of your aftermath, you're trapped in the hospital, um, stuck again away from home. Stay in the hospital. What's, what's going through your head at this? If I have to deal with another random priest from some sister cathedral or sister church coming in to check up on me or pray for me, or just any more of these goddamn letters from my church, I'm going to lose my mind. I just want to be left alone and recover, but I have to deal with all of this. <sighs> I can't, like, I have a routine of saying nightly prayers, but it just seems super empty. It just seems super confusing. And it's like, I have to do it because this is what I've been doing for the past couple of years. This is for the past, who knows how long at this point, since I got out of the military, since what it's, what gave me my sanity or what gave me comfort and whatnot after coming back into civilian lifestyle. And then suddenly I'm ripped apart from it and just angry. Yeah. I guess like, you, we're gonna kind of play out the we're gonna play out the damage of the kind of you, you projected a bunch of damage onto your congregation. How are you feeling about that congregation? It's how do you view that? You're, you're supposed to lead these people spiritually, and you've kind of been forced to realize that it's potentially all wrong. There's actual actual things out there, hypothetically, and it's not what you've been necessarily investing in. Like uh, how like, do you resent your congregation? Like you, they, they took a pretty serious sand damage hit. What's the what's the thought process? It's like I want. Like, I, I feel pity for them, that they're these people who don't need my guidance or my leadership to be able to do these things themselves. But in order for them to do these things for themselves, they're going to, they're going to dip further into just stuff that I am currently employed to eliminate. And so it's that tension of just wanting to help because that's who I am, but who I am is slowly changing becoming just apathetic towards the church body because they're just people becoming too focused or not like negligent of the church body because like the entire structure that Faustus has uh, built his life around is now not even it's not even crumbling it's past crumbled it's just shattered 
and it's just on the ground in shards. And so it's like he can't he feels now trapped within his job because he can't tell people the truth because that's just creating more vectors or anything else like that. Um, as he does, then he would become part of the problem. So he's just frustrated with no outlet and nowhere to blame. Yeah. But he just keeps getting cyclically angrier and angrier towards just the 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 needy people that he leads. So now they are a chore to him. Out of curiosity, what is that relationship at? I think it started off at like what, ten or something? It's all the way down to <laughs> it started off as at ten, now it's at a three. Damn. Yeah, no, that that bond is not long for this world. And that brings us to our, our last thing of our little of our little operation here. Time for our home scenes. And I guess we'll already have Faustus going, so let's start with Faustus. What are you doing for your home scene? Again, to remind you that you can do some sand doing this. What's the plan? What are you trying to do? I think what's happened is that it's cur- like, what time of day is it? Or what is it like? Uh, some time has passed. Like, I'm, you're probably passed. at the hospital by now. Like you're, you're successfully back in safety at this point. So Damien is going to stand in front of his congregation and he is going to take some time off from the church but he's going to let the church down easy in the sense of uh, he's going to kind of say some half-truths about kind of what he experienced and that, in essence, he wants to kind of rebuild his faith as, as it's been shaken, and hopefully he can come back as a stronger teacher from the church. In essence, he wants to get rid of that, not get rid of that, but like walk away from that attachment in like a healthy manner. All right. So, good news, I am kind of back to where I was. I'm a little sore here and there and whatnot. Uh, Just the bad news. I'm going to be taking some time off, and I'm going to have a a good friend or a vicar kind of take in my absence. Whether or not this is going to be a couple of weeks or maybe a couple of months, um, I need to kind of heal and rebuild Physically as well as spiritually, there was a lot of things shaken, shaken more than just my insides and uh, my head and whatnot. But hopefully, I can come back. Maybe I hope or find uh, put my head kind of back on straight to be able to come before you as a leader or come before you again and whatnot. I guess in service of that, it's obviously you're obviously not fulfilling responsibilities. You think you're going back to nature? You're trying to establish a new bond. You go into therapy, or you're pursuing personal motivations, or are you involving yourself in special training, or are you staying on the case? Ah, ah. I think I'm like I think I want to. I think I want to reestablish a new bond. Okay. Reestablish a new bond. Yep. Because this was kind of like a try to re, like go back. Yeah, just reestablish a new bond with that. All right. So to establish a new bond, you roll a charisma check. All right. Fifty-fifty, baby. Failure. Yeah, no, I, it's it weighs on you hard this last operation, and to make matters worse, because you tried to establish a new bond, give me a one d four. Damn, I'm the worst priest. One. Yeah, so you're neglecting your kind of congregation some, so it decreases your bond score. Them goes down by one. It's it's worsening. You're out there trying to find yourself some, and people get neglected when you do that. It makes a certain amount of sense. Francis, what is your home scene? Act of nature, as as is your usual, doing the bond thing, going to therapy, responsibilities. What's up? Uh, Francis is going to try and uh, he's going to fulfill responsibilities with his son, All right. Kevin. 
All right, so what are you doing with your son? Well, he knows he's been a lot. He's, he's been away on a lot of these, uh, these misadventures. I just been spending a lot of time at work. Uh, he knows his son is getting older, getting ready to get off from college. So he's going to really spend a lot of time, you know, um, you know, preparing, you know, maybe driving to visit colleges around California. Uh, you know, just, just, just spend a lot of good quality yeah, that, time with that him. that bonding time, if you will. Yeah, you know, not trying not try to force anything onto him, but, you know, just uh, yeah. you know, let, let, let him be him. Let's do that sand test. Damn it. I, it doesn't go as well as you want it to, unfortunately. Uh, it doesn't worsen the relationship. You don't lose any sanity for this, but it's, yeah, you've been hard. Like, you still can't connect with this kid all that well. And I will say, though, kind of like as you're driving about trying to do the dad thing, he does mention that, like, he gets a lot of questions about you and why you're not around more and about your job and all that stuff. And, like, some people came by the house at one point kind of asking a bunch of questions about you. They kind of didn't say who they were or anything like that. But yeah, no, it's 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 weird. Uh, maybe it's paranoia. Maybe it's Delta Green. Maybe it's just people coming about asking you for work or something. But Oh, no, when he tells me that, no matter what road we're on, I, like, slam on the brakes. As shocked by this, uh, Dad, what the hell? You know, I look him straight in the eyes and be like, who are these people? Tell me everything. I, I, I don't know. They were just people. They said they worked with you or something or like knew about your job and they were just kind of they said you worked with you at one point or something at one point i i, I don't know man what did they did they did they have badges guns were they were they agents today government did they look like feds were they were they criminals what tell me they said they were for some type of think tank or something i i don't know dad you're, you're scaring me they're just people they that's about your martial work and how much you travel and stuff like that. oh jesus christ i'm i'm sorry listen kevin i i love you i listen i i i'm sorry okay i i you know, I've always tried to do what's best, and I, I i never thought my job would bleed this far into this life if I i don't want anything to happen to you. Jesus, Dad, you don't need to spaz out like that. They just asked how your time in New York was, and I told them I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> I, um, listen, we're going to have to cancel the tour today. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I got some stuff to take care of. I'm sorry. Listen, I, um, if, if, you're, if you're picking a school to go to, I, I you know, I, I recommend out of state. You know, I, you should. Oh God! Okay. Um, and then after that, I I start getting I start getting real incoherent. Maybe not like you know babbling, but like yeah, you know weirdo. Why can't you ever be normal? All right, Foxtrot. All right. What are you doing for your home scene? What are my options here? Fulfill responsibilities. Back to nature. Establish a new bond. Go to therapy. Personal motivation. Special training. Stay on the case or improve a skill or stat. I want to improve stat. Okay. What are you attempting to improve? Which one helps my HP again? That is, uh, is that strength or constitution? constitution? Constitution. yeah. And that's the one I'll improve. All right. All right. So let's roll a con check. All right. <laughs> 80, 89 out of 65. You want to fail. That's a good thing, actually, in this case. Okay. Yeah. You want to fail. So yeah, I failed. All right, so the stack goes up by one, the okay. maximum of 18, but I don't think you have anything more than that. You also decrease your bond by one. Maybe you're working out too much. How does this manifest? Like, it's your dog. Like, do you spend too much time working out and running miles without your dog or something? Or Yeah, I got into the zone so much of trying to, like, improve it that, like, I didn't take my dog out in as many walks as I should have. So Yeah, I probably peed in the house once by accident. You got real mad at it or something like that. Yeah. All right, so I, dog owner. <laughs> I put my constitution up to by one. Yep, up by one. Okay. All right, last but not least, Lawrence, what is your home scene? Oh, I really shouldn't, but I think 
I actually I have I have a question first. With Florence's interaction with the obelisk and uh speaking with uh uh fiddlesticks, does she gain any unnatural at all? Not yet. Yeah, then she's gonna study the unnatural. Alright. Gonna study the unnatural, huh? Yeah. In particular her baby obelisk. Alright, yeah, cool. That makes a lot of sense. So let's roll that one D four to see what you lose from that bond. Alright, so you'll go up by three, but you'll also go down by three in your bond. Which bond are you firing this off against? Uh, the girlfriend. Alright, so yeah, you're, this actually makes a lot of sense. So, uh, you're, you're tiny little, you're studying the tiny obelisk you popped up, right? Yeah. Don't think to do this initially, but it's weird. The more time you seem to spend with it, like it's growing slowly. Like it's almost like a child or something. Like if you feel connected to it in a very strange way, like it's almost oh, part no. of you or it was part of you, and I'm not going to say your girlfriend gets jealous, but she definitely, like, at one point, like, yells at you that the stupid rock is more important to you than she is, kind of thing that's mad at that, and you're not sure how, but you're pretty sure the rock liked that. <laughs> like, you have lots of dreams about the obelisk. It's gigantic, like, the size of a skyscraper or something like that. You occasionally dream about the one in New York that started all this, and it kind of it whispers sweet nothings to you about how well you're doing and how this thing will grow great. Oh, no, that's not comforting at all. I think that Florence uh, is put off enough by it that, um, uh, and I know this isn't like a mechanical thing going to happen, but after like having one of those weird dreams, she takes her girlfriend out for dinner and offhandedly mentions that, uh, I know I don't really do this kind of stuff well, but... um, I mean, we basically do everything together anyways. Renting a house and our finances and everything. Probably be better for taxes if we just got married. Yeah, and, and, and while you're thinking about all this, while you're kind of having this conversation trying to soothe her over, the rock's just kind of on your mind. Like, it's just kind of there, and like, you're like, yeah, you in theory love this woman and stuff like that, and she's great, she's always been there by you, but I don't know. Maybe you'd rather be spending time with the rock. <laughs> Yeah, I I think that she, like, pushes the thought to the side, because really, in the end, Florence isn't asking this because she actually wants to get married. She's asking so that... This is purely self... This is purely serving a cause. I understand, and I know this as the handler, but more importantly, the rock this. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, cool. And with that, we bring our second operation to an... (laughs) 